What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, Soul and Body Coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> welcome, hello, and welcome, everybody, to Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. I am Keisha Clark. I'm so grateful and excited that you are choosing to come play today, whenever today is for you, and in whatever platform you're playing with it. And if you're actually able to play with us today on our live day, which is Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, um, jump in and play with us in the chat room as well if you can. Uh, and you can also send questions, and you can even call in and bring your question on the air live if you're feeling a little frisky <laughs> or not you don't have to be frisky to call in but you know um so yes we are here playing on the inspired choices network with aligning divine which is all about having the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day and i am so excited that um i actually have chosen and keep choosing this show again. Um, this is the third incarnation of a radio show for me. And you can find all the incarnations, or at least the majority of them, <laughs> my radio shows so far on my archives page here on Inspired Choices Network. You can also find, um, I'm pretty sure, a good amount of them, as well as for sure you can find the archives of Aligning Divine, all the shows that we've done so far this year. Um, on pretty much any of your favorite streaming platforms or your favorite um, podcast platforms such as Spreaker, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio. You can even find us on SoundCloud and YouTube um, if that's an easier way for you to play. I know that um, these channels are becoming way more popular. These services are becoming way more popular, and it's kind of exciting to be seeing all of that, I'm in the process of learning about a good number of these myself, feeling like there's quite a bit of a learning curve I'm having to surf, or I could say I'm getting to surf. And what would it take for technology to just be joyful, easeful, exciting, and expansive for all of us and in the way that we can use it for our creating of our life and our businesses um, how much fun could we have with that? So that could absolutely be a part of how we live our essence every day. <laughs> um, so if you have not played with me before, welcome. I am Keisha Clark. I am a soul and body intuitive and coach. I play with all kinds of things having to do with vibrational alchemy and uh, supporting people to be having that experience or be choosing into that experience of lining up with their essence and living it every day. And it looks different for each person that I play with. Um, yes, there are some general similarities, like um, we do um, oh, blow up quite a bit of what you could call those limiting beliefs <laughs> and the stories that aren't really um, serving to expand your life and living. And for each person, that's unique because we all have our own life and living that we're doing and choosing and creating. So it's unique. It never shows up the same way twice, and it usually never shows up the way we think it will. Uh, and what I can also say is it always shows up even greater than we could imagine. <laughs> so how did I get so lucky to play with amazing people, getting to have amazing adventures, um, creating uh, awesomeness? So if you have questions about that or you want to know more about me, you can come play with me on my website, KeishaClark.live, or on my Facebook page, which is also at KeishaClark.live. Um, I'm also on Instagram as Keisha.EmpoweringIntuit, and it is the word Intuit as I-N-T-U-I-T. So there's a bit of that. And oh my goodness, um, wow, today we're kind of diving into a really large topic. So I get that... Um, you know, we're, we're, this is not about solving anything, and this is not about finding a, an answer, per se. Um, really, the way I approach playing with my show is um, that it's an, it's an exploration. It's for us to dive into question marks and topics that create um, curiosity or that I've been curious, curious about or that uh, some people have shared with me that they would love to explore. And you are also 
also welcome to share with me anything you want to explore as a topic for this show. We can pretty much go anywhere. We do call it Aligning Divine. And what I'm uh, really amazed and excited about is that category doesn't, it's not compartmentalized. You know, Whatever it takes for us to have greater ease with lining up with our essence and choosing to live it every day. It can be anything from the food we eat to where we live to the work we do to relationship to things with our body to it, it can, everything is pretty much in that uh, you could say under that umbrella if you want to so that's a figure of speech um, which interestingly we have uh, included in our topic today which is the language of energy so as I said we're not we're not, I'm not really, my target today is not to tell you what it is. Uh, I want to bring some things into the picture, into the mix, for us to play with and then offer you some, some questions, some tools, some things that might just invite you to have a different perspective uh, about this energy thing, whether you think it's crazy or not, um, and might also just invite you to be playing with different ways to discover or fine-tune your capacities with energy. So let me just ask you, what are you communicating into the world? <laughs> and how many ways are you communicating that you might not be aware of or you might not be choosing to be aware of? And are you using the language of energy or have you ever used the language of energy to your advantage? Or are you trying to ignore it? <laughs> Or have you just decided it's a bunch of hooey spouted by those hippie freak healers, artists, and weirdos? Because <laughs> I have met a few of those people um, in my lifetime. So this week, yes, we are exploring the language of energy. What and how are we speaking it through our mouths and beyond? Because we have, yeah, we will be covering verbal and nonverbal. <laughs> so uh, if, however, you have an eye roll uh, reflex that triggers when you hear the word energy or the expression, everything is energy, uh, be prepared. <laughs> you might have a bit of an ocular workout today. So I'm just, just letting you know that right up front. Um, so this thing about energy, <laughs> it's, it's funny to me because I know that I even have days that I hear the word energy and I'm like, oh, God, isn't there a different word we can play with besides energy? <laughs> because energy is such a broad spectrum kind of word and at the same time when you consider that everything is energy it it is a pretty broad kind of thing <laughs> so um everything is a different expression of energy and before something becomes anything it's energy it's a vibration whether you want to say it's the twinkle in someone's eye or it's a concept that they grab out of the ethers uh it's energy so isn't it funny that, you know, <laughs> how many times will I say energy during this show, I wonder? <laughs> isn't it funny that I, I haven't found a better word yet. I, If anybody has found a, a better word or a word that's fun to use that we could use interchangeably, um, please share that because I, I, I think that could be fun um, to interchange those words. But I actually haven't found a word with the vibration uh, that really works in the way that the word energy works. So so we're just going to go with energy today. How's that, folks? We can all kind of agree to play with that medium. We're, we'll use that word. We're, we'll continue to use that word. Um, so, wow, this it's funny to me, too, how many stories we have about energy and what it is. And so when this topic started to wave at me, um, we, well, I, my show and I, <laughs> I said, I just kind of started playing with questions of, uh, I, I knew that I, I didn't really desire to go sort of down that typical conversation about energy because really energy is what it is for each of us. Um, however we're engaging our life and the world and ourselves, really, you know, energy is going to be something unique to each of us. We're, we're going to have our own expression of it. And actually that is part of what took me into choosing this topic. Um, so what is energy to you? I guess we could start with that one. <laughs> 
what is energy to you? What have you? Uh, well, you know, there's this is sort of going in a couple directions. What have you just decided energy is? You know, have you just kind of come to this conclusion that you know what energy is, or are you? curious about it. Do you notice interesting things going on in your everyday experiences that get your attention in a way that kind of invite you in or draw you into exploring this this energy thing? So let's look at the different ways we play with energy. Um, Pretty much anything you do, you're engaging energy. So we have the energy of the universe. And in one of the first couple of shows, uh, we were talking about embodiment, the universe expressing in, as, to, and through you. I think the words were arranged a little differently. To, in, as, and through you. I think that's how we said it. So the universe, all of the energies of the universe, expressing to, in, as, and through. And it could be us or anyone else or anything else. So this this three-dimensional world that we experience, the energy is showing up in different forms, whether that's a tree, a pair of shoes, a meal that we're eating, um, water, you know, any of the elements. Um, Energy is showing up. Energy is everywhere. And, And so here we go. Everything is energy, right? So I'm fascinated when we talk about the language of energy, um, primarily because what I see is that we we so quickly go into a lot of conclusionary, we function from a lot of conclusionary um, point of view toward and about energy and the language of energy. Because we so quickly go into or we start looking for what does something mean? And language doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what something means. It doesn't have to. Um, So let's look a little bit at this language thing. So language actually, you know, we're talking about, part of what we're talking about is the energy of words, uh, because we are looking at the energy of everything, because everything is energy. (laughs) So um, so when we look at at language, of course, if you don't know me well enough yet, um, I very often and happily refer to the online etymology dictionary. It's a fantastic resource that I love to play with um, because I'm not, again, I'm, I'm not looking for answers, but I am looking for information. And I love to be able to go and see um, when did we start using different words? What is the root that, you know, maybe actually meant something very different than what we've come to make it mean in our modern day world? So when we look at language, um, actually, it, this definition is referring to language as a noun because we really do think about language as a something. Um, I also do use the word language as a verb. Uh, I put an ing on it, <laughs> and that's maybe a topic for in the next couple of shows. But for now, we'll play with it as a noun. And it, it basically actually means words, what is said, conversation, talk, so speaking, like speech, words, oratory. It can also refer to the a collective spoken uh, set of words, if you will, which we would call a language for, that belong to a tribe, a culture, um, a nation, a people. And what I think is kind of cool is that in part of the the proto-Indo-European root of this word literally means tongue. So it does have to do with speaking, with our mouth um, primarily. And that is pretty much, I think, how we think of language, right? it also means the can it has a meaning of the manner of expression, such as a kind of language, such as vulgar language or um, something of those natures. And so, languages, the word language is interesting. So everywhere that we're constricting or restricting language to a noun, firstly, um, I'm just going to ask you to suspend that for a little while for the purposes of enjoying this conversation or perhaps enjoying this conversation a little bit more. Um, And then there's also communicate, um, which was the next word that came up for me. So when I looked at communicate, 
I thought was kind of interesting. It actually is uh, a verb. And it is to impart, such as information, to give or transmit to another. And it's um, from the Latin word, I may not do this any justice, <laughs> communicatus, um, the past participle of communicare, which C-A-R-E is the, that one, um, which means to share, communicate, impart, or inform. And it literally means to make common. So to bring it from something and share it with a person or a group of people, and it's like bringing it out of the unknown into the known so that it can be commonly known amongst the group that you're having this conversation with or that you're presenting this information or communicating with. So isn't that interesting? Um, it, it doesn't have to be all fancy, smancy kind of stuff. And yet, um, there's something about that that was sort of cool to me because when we talk about energy, oftentimes people who do something like what I do when we have uh, body workers, healers, energy workers, <laughs> um, we are dealing primarily with the energy as the first language. And we're looking at the energy that is showing up, my words, um, we're looking at the energy of what is showing up to assist, facilitate the person that we're working with. Now, we can do this verbally or non-verbally. And that's the next piece is looking at we have spoken communication and we have unspoken communication. And you've probably heard uh, there are at least a few studies that uh, you know we've come to over this last couple of centuries really have our awareness and, and be able to um, kind of uh, quantify this or validate this, if you will. Not that I'm, I'm not going to make validation significant, but I do think it's interesting how we've now come to have more common knowledge that the greater emphasis of the communication that takes place for most of us most of the time is actually in the unspoken communication that's going on. So no coincidence there. <laughs> um, so when we're talking about energy, oftentimes we want this thing about language. So let's, let's look at the topic, the language of energy. So firstly, the, we don't have to make that a literal singular uh, kind of thing. We don't, that does not have to indicate it's a single language that it, that energy has. It's, really something that can be whatever it is, I think, for, for any of us. And I say that from my experience with just being with different people, both in everyday situations as well as, uh, being, as being with people as a facilitator. Um, we get into stories so quickly. So, and the language of energy can be anything, and it can show up in really virtually any way with a person relative to their life experience, their their belief structure that they've been subscribing to, um, and their willingness to be in their curiosity and be connected to their awareness to actually explore more of what it could be for them. So, hmm, we are stirring up some molecules. <laughs> I can just kind of, it's like, oh, we're kind of unlocking and unraveling. And, and that is awesome because that's really what I love to do. So um, so we talk about the language of energy. Firstly, it does not have to be a single language, and it won't. It's never going to show up in a single way. If you look at something I, well, let me try this again. So something that I, in preparation for the show today, one of the pieces that kind of just really waved at me was the thing about energy is it's everywhere present all the time. So energy never stops. <laughs> the nature of energy is it is responding. That's what energy does. And energy never stops being energy. So there is this movement to energy. It's wavelength, you know, it, it, its frequencies, its vibration, its waves, however you want to look at that. And it, at no point does it stop. It fluctuates, it modifies, it 
changes, it transforms, and yet it never ceases. So that's something that's really fascinating to me. And I think that's a place where it's easy for us to get a bit tripped up when we look at something like this topic, the language or ener- of energy, or the we could say the languages, or the languaging, there's my verb, <laughs> my verbation of the word, the languaging of energy. So it kind of comes down to us and what we're willing to play with with all of this and how we're willing to play with it. So let's dive into that a little bit more after we have a moment to take a breath. <laughs> and if you want to grab a beverage or <laughs> a little snack, that might be fun for your body, might be supportive. Um, what's really here for us to open up and, and choose into and explore more of? Let's um, let's do that after we get back from the break. We're going to jump into a little moment here on the Inspired Choices Network. You're listening to Aligning Divine, and we'll be right back. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. Welcome back and forward, my friends, to the next segment of Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark, and I'm so grateful you're here and playing today and exploring this topic with me, with us. Um, So let's just kind of jump a little bit into this. Energy is everywhere present all the time. Energy is all around us. And so that expression, everything is energy. Um, for me, like that lands as really accurate. <laughs> How does that land for you? Uh, and have you learned what is this? Um, have you learned a certain type of way to relate to energy, or have you have you actually learned to not pay attention to the energy? Hmm, that's interesting. There's this weird something that goes on with a lot of, well, I'll say a lot of people that I notice as I'm just watching social engagement and I'm, you know, just sort of being an observer out in the world sometimes or even from the privacy of my home, you know, I'm watching things online, I'm watching different videos or different footage from events and things. And there's this, to me, it's kind of fascinating uh, thing that a lot of people do where they're, they don't, there's like this resistance to acknowledge the energy. And what I kind of get from that is, or, or how it sort of lands in my world, if I were trying to interpret that, um, it's almost like we don't want the responsibility, which I think is 
most intriguing. Um, and this is something for many of us when we begin to really dive into our own experiments and our own adventures with, um, you know, sort of finding ourselves. <laughs> and this is my co-host Lily chiming in. Um, oftentimes when we are doing this, at least in the beginning, it can feel like a really bumpy ride um, because with this whole energy thing <laughs> comes some very, in many cases, bizarre experiences of like, what did I just experience? Like, what what was that? Because we're opening channels to receive information that we had maybe, you know, been keeping very tightly closed off for a long part of our existence. And it can feel really odd and awkward and intense. Uh, so I get that for some people, the choice to just ignore it, it's, it's, it seems like the right choice. It seems like the choice that works for them. And for a time, it might work really well, or it might seem to be working really well. And at some point in our development, this acknowledgement is actually, for me, what it seems like, it is is that it's actually required. Because there's only a certain point we can get to in our discovery, in our development, in our process of creation, and in our ability to create, especially if we're aiming to create what we truly desire in this life. Um, there's only a certain point we can get to in the ignoring. Now, as I say that, uh, some interesting stuff kind of comes into my awareness. Like, you know, there are a number of people who make a lot of money uh, being, or they receive a lot of money for being um, energetically unaware. And yet, as I really kind of look into that, are they really being unaware? Or have they learned a way for them to utilize how they engage energy to really work for them. And this is what I'm talking about. Are you using the language of energy to your advantage? That's what I was part of what I was referring to um, in the in the beginning of the show. It's there is no wrong way for us to do this. And I, I kind of get that that's really what is asking to be put into this as well. Is one of my favorite things to say is there's no wrong answer. There's always another question we can ask, but there's no wrong answer, and there's no wrong way to live your life, and there's no wrong way to be you. Um, there's We're always re sending and receiving information, and the feedback of that, you know, we're we're responding to that, whether we're doing it consciously or unconsciously, doesn't really matter. This is this is kind of how we function. So when we're talking about the language of energy, how aware would you really be willing to choose to be with all of this? And if you knew, like if I could guarantee you that your willingness to be a, really aware with it would actually guarantee that you your life got tons better. <laughs> would you be would you then maybe just be a little more willing to look at it? So how many whew, how many of us have have any weird like um I don't know, maybe we've um made some promises in some lifetimes uh that we're going to play dumb past a certain point of our existence, you know, that we're we're going to just not go into certain areas of our capabilities and our capacities with this energy stuff. And I think that's kind of as I as I ask the question, what I what occurs to me is if we've done that and listen, we've lived more lives than you can count <laughs> on everybody's fingers and toes, also the you know, collectively. So most of us have. Not everybody, but most of us have played this rodeo quite a few hundred thousand or so times. And uh, there, there's really, you know, we've we've played all sides of the table. So if we've made this kind of arrangement, agreement, promise, <laughs> what we basically promised to do was only be a portion of who we truly are. <laughs> because 
do you get that? Like, it makes me laugh. It's like, oh, so if I made this promise, what I was really saying was, I promise to only know about 30% of of my being, of <laughs> who I am. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that does not sound fun to me. So if you're at a point that you want to change that, you could just choose to break that promise now and trust that it's you get to be the executive choice maker in your life. And if you're willing to be that, you can actually choose it. You can totally break that promise. <laughs> you can totally tear up that contract. And you can actually choose now to have your awareness of even more of the energy of you and even more of what is possible as you and to you, for you, and through you, and all of that. I'm choosing that. Uh, so if you'd like to come along, just come along. We could have a whole lot more fun. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but that just cracks me up. It's like, oh, <laughs> because if we are the infiniteness, you know, we talk about being infinite beings. We talk about our soul is eternal. We talk about uh, all these these things having to do with, you know, having no end. And so if we've made any kind of arrangement that we're not going to enjoy the fullness of that spectrum of who we are, wow, do you get a sense of how much effort then is becoming required to keep the vast majority of your the energy of who you be kind of like, I don't know, in check or um, under control or closed in a in a closet, so to speak, you know, boxed up and put away? I mean, that's exhausting. Okay, so let's be done with that, shall we? <laughs> let's be more of the energy of who and what we are. Um, and let's look at this language thing. So there, how many languages are you aware of? Now, I know that uh, I did a quick look up before we, we started today, and as far as uh, spoken languages, I think there's somewhere like over 7,000 spoken languages. There's probably more. Uh, in our collective story, because you know we have dead languages even so there's there's actual languages that were spoken um, eons ago that have just been lost to our cognitive awareness because um, well for whatever reason um, so modern time we have around somewhere around in the neighborhood of seven thousand or seventy one hundred somewhere in there. Uh, different spoken languages. And then within languages, yes, there are dialects. Um, and that's an interesting thing to get into as well. So um, <laughs> um, when we talk about languages, we often go to the spoken. So let's look at some of the languages that are not spoken, um, just to kind of bring our awareness of those languages into the mix of today's conversation. So we have the human, I'll, I'll call them human languages or, you know, human body-based kinds of languages. We have um, all the things around human language. So we have, like, um, the spoken, of course, and we have the unspoken with the body, such as, well, they call it body language. Um, that could be facial expressions. That could be gestures. Um, there is uh, different groupings of these languages relative to where we come from or where we chose to land at this, you know, in this incarnation. So that could be cultural, geographical, um, all of that. And then we have um, we have technical languages too. So there's uh, like different code. I think um, I think it's all it, now. It's going to become really obvious in about two seconds that I am not a tech wizard. So <laughs> I am a wizard in other respects, <laughs> but I have not brought my tech wizardry forward quite yet. Um, so binary code. Um, I want to say binary is, well, I'm going to say there's different kinds of code because I know that we've had, you know, like if you think about things like the um, different, oh, different methods of coding for, um, you know, like we, we hear about it a lot through diff the different wars that have happened. But I get that this has also happened with different cultures is in efforts to preserve their language or their methods of communication. Um, we've created many different kinds of codes. And so there are some even famous stories about uh, people who both created codes as well as people who figured out how to break certain codes, which uh, changed the trajectory of different countries and, and tribes and families and um, 
cultures on our planet in our collective history, which is fascinating to me. Um, so then we also have uh, generational language, and that is languages that, and, and again, this is spoken and unspoken here, um, languages that are relevant to the, the trends of our modern times, whenever those modern times are. So we have also got something that we call light language. Uh, so this could be angelic or um, transcendent languages. And you see this or hear about this oftentimes with regard to healing work and divination. Um, and yet, you know, uh, light language is something I play with. Um, each of us has, uh, in my experience, each of us has a very interesting organic kind of language that can start to show up for us when we're, you know, if we want to play with that. Um, and oftentimes the general category that that is sort of given is light language. Uh, it, people have, I've also heard it called soul language. And um, then we also have sound. We have music. We have our vocalization as well as instrumental. And, oh my goodness, the language of music. Hello. <laughs> um, so there's also animal communication. Uh, and if any of you have played with this, <laughs> you are probably well aware that spoken words just don't mean diddly squat when it comes to animal communication. <laughs> so, so what do we know um, really about this energy part of this that we have not yet acknowledged with all forms of communication. And that's really where I want to play. So it kind of took us a little bit to get there. But yeah, now we're sort of opening ourselves to this. So the energy, like the through line with all of these types of communication that I've just mentioned, these types of languages that I've just mentioned, the through line is the energy. And And so everywhere that you've maybe just sort of unconsciously adopted the, the idea that language has to be spoken. Um, how much of your world have you been maybe missing out on if you've only considered spoken language a form of communication? If you haven't really started to acknowledge the unspoken communication that is going on all the time in your world. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of animal communication, um, and I love that Lily always has her her two cents what to put into the conversation. Um, so what else could show up for us? The more we're willing to lean into exploring this unspoken communication. So many people in this particular time um, one of the things I marvel at is that many of us who have chosen to incarnate in this sort of window of linear time, in this point in our history, many of us have brought our, we call them abilities, <laughs> um, our capacities with energy and with vibrational creation, with creating from the energy as more of our um, organic and dominant form of creation. So many of us have, have been showing up in this collective period. And it's exciting to me um, because we're, we're bringing our abilities more into the foreground of who we are. And, and what I find is that for those of us who have for whatever reason, chosen to come and play this way this time around. The interesting piece that I noticed, one of the interesting pieces I noticed, is that we've kind of set some uh, some parameters for ourselves that do not allow us to pretend that we don't know. So we've, we knew that we might <laughs> want to kind of fall back into some of the, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll just go along to get along, you know. And yet, that doesn't work for us. So what is it about our capacities with energy and with energetic communication and with being able to perceive the information in the energy all around us 
what about that have we been resisting? Have you been resisting that? And that's part of what I desire this this show to be an invitation for and to is to opening to more of your capacities with energy, with communication, with the receptivity to the information and the energy of everything. And the ability to do that and have that and integrate that into your everyday life can actually allow more ease to be your experience of how you create your life and living. Um, So it's not something that you need to push away. What if it's actually something you need to start allowing more of? Because our awareness when we are in resistance to it (laughs) can actually start to feel more like we're in a ricochet chamber. And then it starts to feel more like what we call insane for many of us. So it's my desire that more of us are willing and able to be choosing and playing with and, and, and playing with the practical application of this communication, this energetic communication. And that doesn't mean that you have to communicate with another being. It's more about your willingness to, to be receiving the information so that you get to choose your response rather than being put into or triggered into reaction. So let's talk a little bit more about that when we come back from our next break. You are listening to, and I'm so grateful, <laughs> Aligning Divine Radio Show. I'm Keisha Clark here with Lilla Rue. We're on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back in just a few moments. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. Welcome back and forward. We are now going to jump into uh, being in greater mm, choice. (laughs) I was going to say control, but it's really choice. Being in greater choice um, with how we respond rather than react to the information in the energy of everything around us at any given point in time. So I know that sounds like a kind of a big thing, and it doesn't have to be a big, overwhelming kind of something, because like we started, and been, like we've been saying throughout this episode, you know, everything is energy. So even even the fact that we're 
having this connection in this way. We are engaging energetically uh, because obviously I'm I'm speaking to you uh, well in this moment through through the live show and through the streaming. And if you're listening to the podcast, you're hearing it. Um, the recorded version, and yet there's still the energy of the conversation very much present in the recording. So um, if this is something that you want to play with, if this is something you're curious about, I invite you to um, check out some sessions. And we can look at you and your energy and your body specifically, what is relevant and pertinent um, and relative to where you're at with this and what do you actually know? If this is something you want to have a greater cognitive awareness of for yourself, um, I invite you to check out the possibilities for us to play together in different ways. Um, I do offer group, kind of group calls, group processes, and I also offer private sessions. So uh, if this is kind of waving at you, I invite you to just click the Link, It's all you have to do is scroll down a little bit on this replay page and click the link and come over to KeishaClark.live and check out what's available there. Um, there's always a way that we can play that, um, that I invite you to welcome more of you to start showing up. It's really cool. It's fascinating, and I love getting to be a witness and a facilitator of that. So, so... The ability to respond rather than react is a big conversation that comes up a lot in the course of this kind of work. Really, the the process of coming out of reaction, you know, reaction has a lot to do primarily for most of us with something being triggered because of a way that we've learned to interpret something. And this is a big thing with energy, with that broad topic of energy is you know, when, uh, let's say, when a storm shows up, a lot of people have learned to consider that not a good thing. Um, and yet, what so much generative energy can come in with a storm, depending on the storm, relatively, um, so much generative energy can come in that is actually quite nurturing and nutrition, nu- nutrient-based, nutrient-dense energetically for our bodies that if we're unwilling to respond to that storm with openness and curiosity and willingness to receive the energy of it, we're missing um, something that could be really beneficial for us. So it's, this happens all the time. And, and there's no perfect point that we get to with this, really. So it's not so much about that. It's really the more we can let go of our attempting to define energy, the greater receptivity we can have to the information in the energy all around us. That's really where I invite you to start playing with. The more you can let go of what anything is supposed to mean, the greater receptivity you can have to the information in the energy all around you. And the greater choice you can then be in or have with your response to that energy. So how do you respond to the energy? We think of it, you know, conversation, we think about a sender and a receiver, (laughs) right? And yet, as I said, energy is never not sending information. The information is everywhere present. So what is the information, here's a tool for you to play with, What is the information that is relative for you in any given moment? So when you walk into a a place where they're, you know, like let's say a restaurant, how instantly do you become aware of all these different things going on in different people's universes that are in that restaurant, whether it's the waiter or waitress or the chef or the maitre d' or the people over by the window having an argument or the baby that's crying in the private dining room that you can hear even though the doors are closed, um, or the lady laughing really loudly or or table of ladies laughing really loudly or the guy talking loudly on his cell phone. What are you aware of when you walk into a space and you start noticing what you're perceiving? Well, as you're more willing to play with receiving the information, 
you get to have your awareness and you get to have the choice of how you respond to what is going on. You get to receive the information and know that you don't have to do anything with it. The information has value for you, mm, I would say primarily, to simply allow you to know what's going on in the space so that you get to be kind of um, monitoring and then you get to respond. Um, so thinking of the language of energy, playing with the language of energy, perhaps you could let yourself just let that be a wide open field for you. And if you've learned to look for a language that has to be able to be interpreted, perhaps you could start letting go of that notion. Because you're going to interpret it different from anybody else. And one of the places we trip ourselves up is when we have an expectation that two people or any two of us interpret energy the same way. And that's, a, that's one of the ways to give yourself a lot more space to play with this, is just know that it's kind of like art. <laughs> art is going to speak, <laughs> I'm doing air quotes, <laughs> to the observer in a way that is unique to them. And, that is, and, and that's, that's what energy is for us. Really, that is how energy lands in our world, is unique to us. So the information in the energy is unique to us. You will interpret it uniquely based on your life experience, based on where your um, your points of view are at that time, based on the energy you're functioning from in that moment. And you may walk into the same room twice and have two completely different responses as well. So what is it about the language of energy that we can create some some subtle or some rather large shifting with that you can create, can have some shifting with that would actually open up the possibilities of what you can receive from that energy even greater. Whether that's taking the form of a person talking to you, uh, an animal in your presence, um, a garden that you're walking through, a song that you're listening to, a piece of art that you're playing with, whether you're creating it or observing it, it's, it's allowing the energy to speak to you, being able to receive it without having to define what it is saying, simply being able to perceive the information and then letting yourself respond to it. Yeah. So next week, we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to be speaking of languages with one of my dear friends and sister co-host or sister host here on the network, Elfie Joe. So tune in next week for that one. And in the meantime, have as much fun as you can playing with this energy thing and allowing yourself to be living your essence every day. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence and. Bl-